So uh, this is fucking important what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, I do just, you know, did this episode and I was quite thinking about after and quite, you know, till the end. I was just thinking about if I actually should upload it because um, there's actually some content in it and some thoughts in it that I'm actually not supporting. The thing is, I've pointed them out just 100 fucking times and I'm also actually, you know, taking my time to to do this kind of forward to just you know, tell you, okay, um, this is a negative example. I think um, negative examples are also great because you can definitely see, okay, this is how you shouldn't do it and this is how, at least at my point of view, you shouldn't do it. Um, the thing is, the book, um, what was it called, actually? <laughs> I do not know. Um, but the thing is, this book actually consists of two parts. Um, the, worst, the, the first part is what I, was, what I was reading today, actually, or what I was going through today, um, which is actually about the tactics you shouldn't necessarily do. Therefore, I'm just pretty much forced to do this to actually say again, okay, please don't do this. Um, the second part of this of this book will actually be about why you shouldn't actually do this and why this is actually something that you know maybe was done some time ago but isn't just you know up to date right now and yeah um but have fun listening i hope you just understand it <laughs> um yeah I'm, I'm quite you know this is a very very bad gut feeling that i'm having or quite having so therefore this is just very important to me so this is the self-development with tactics book So, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics fucking podcast and I still have my smartphone on uh, quite not Do Not Disturb and this is very, very important that I do turn Do Not Disturb on because, you know, if it isn't on, you can definitely then hear some, you know, notification sounds which is definitely something that I do not want you to hear because this would be fucking annoying, especially when you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> but um, because we have finished the other two books that we were going through the last two times or quite the last time actually because yesterday I actually kinda posted both videos um, because I do have the time, I didn't have as much school as normally, so therefore I was just like, okay, you know, I'm gonna record two episodes because of the time and because, yeah, why not? And now I'm perfectly quiet in time and we are going to um, discuss Trust Me I'm Lying by Ryan Holiday. Um, it's a marketing book and it is something that I'm not quite sure if I actually want to go through it because it is something, you know... Something about kind of suggesting you not to be nice and uh, deciphering others and you know all these things that I normally do not suggest. The thing is why I'm just still thinking that I'm going through this one or I might just even stop during the whole thing. This could also be true. And um, first of all, because it's a marketing book, and therefore I will just you know tell you what I think is just some kind of good or some kind of not good at my point of view at least, and what not. Um, and also the thing is that this book is quite um, pretty much uh, chaptered into two sections, quite. Um, so the first um, chapter is about, I think, is quite the bad side and um, or quite, you know, the actual tactics and the strategies and what you could do. And on the other half of the book, I think it's a, you know, half-half way. Um, on the other half, there's actually the consequences that you, um, yeah, can be just having if you just do what he's saying. So yeah, I think I will go through it. Um, I'm not quite sure. I do just, you know, have this some kind of gut feeling that I, 
that I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite feeling that I shouldn't do it. This is not the case, but I do just feel that, yeah, it is, it is somehow kind of difficult. But let's see. So Trust Me, I'm Lying is an eye-opening book about how the modern media operates, the economics that drive it, and how the system can be manipulated. Author Ryan Holiday details how he, how he himself manipulated the media by bribing, whatever, bribing or bribing, by bribing, yes, bribing actually, um, which is, oh, by bribing bloggers, writing their stories, uh, writing their stories, pretending to be other people and defacing his own advertisement to get the media writing uh, the stories he wanted. What is defacing? Oh, defi- yeah, it's defacing actually. Um, you know, and this this really kind of small summary just kind of turned me or just before turned me to not actually going through this because this is all something that's so negative and that suggests to you doing negative stuff, which is definitely something that I do not want you to, to do not want you to do. I just deeply believe in being nice, being empathetic, being just the best version of yourself and also in terms of being, you know, social to others, not fucking with them, not judging them and so on and so on. And this is just, you know, the complete opposite and the complete negative part of of the world quite. But, um, yeah. So the introduction. Who is the summary for? And this book is ideal for anyone walk for anyone working or wanting to get involved in the marketing and media world. Trust Me I'm Lying is an eye-opening book about how the modern media operates, the economics that drives it and how the system can be manipulated. Um, blah, 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 blah. This is quite, you know, the rest that, um, yeah, from, from the bath section as well. About the author, Ryan Holiday considers himself a writer and media strategist or strategist, whatever, with six books uh, under his belt and an extreme successful blog, Ryan has covered a lot of topics surrounding personal and business development. He has a passion for philosophy and stoicism, as well as marketing, business, success, growth, market, growth, marketing, again, I don't know why, um, self-awareness and learning. Author or multiple successful books author of multiple successful books including the obstacle is the way which is actually a book that i've gone through so therefore um you know as i'm quite thinking about it i think he himself isn't quite a person that is you know very negative or very you know such a person i would just tell you okay um you shouldn't be like this therefore i will just go through it if i don't like it i will immediately stop you know this is the same thing uh you know what I did with uh, the 48 Laws of Power, which has a com- quite, you know, quite interesting um, connection with this author, because um, he's also uh, the author of Ego is the Enemy and Growth Hacking Marketing, which was actually a book um, that I thought about going through as well, um, because I thought like, you know, this is something pretty interesting, but um, I do think that I've actually gone through it before, so therefore I decided, okay, I will just, you know, search for another book summary, and therefore I just took this one. And I'm actually, before I forget to mention, I am on the paul-com website, so if you're willing to go through the summary yourself and maybe be a little bit faster, then I will just really invite you to go through it, you can definitely learn from it. It is, you know, on the other hand, just not really... And uh, yeah, a replacement for the real book, real books, or just the full book is always something different, always something um, yeah that you can learn way more from than just you know going through such a summary. 
And Ryan studied under Robert Greene, which is the author of The 48 Laws of Power, which is actually the only, one of the only books that, no, I think this is actually the only book I've really, uh, I really didn't want to go through because I didn't like it. Um, Mindset is also a book I didn't go through. I think maybe I have, I do not know, I would just have to look it up, but um, it was because it was too complicated for me and I thought like, or felt like, um, this is not something that could contribute you and could contribute myself. Um, I still just uh, really want to invite you to just go through the summary yourself, I think, or it might be even on the paulminus.com website. Um, if not, then go to the powermoves.com website, which is also a, a book summary site that I've been um, on quite for a long time, but because they do have such an, you know, quite mechanism that you can't just view their content over and over and over again, because they then just say, okay, please sign up for our service, please sign up for our uh, website, and then you can actually go through all of the summaries we just have, um, which was something that I do not like, do not want, and therefore I searched for something else. Um, so, so uh, Ryan studied under Robert Greene, the author of The 48 Laws of Power, and credits a lot of his success and strategies to Greene, which was then, on the other hand, also one point that I, you know, said, okay, you know, I didn't like The 48 Laws of Power, because all of them just seem to be quite, you know, the very opposite that I'm just always suggesting to people, and therefore, yeah, it's it's quite interesting but the next sentence just really breaks everything up again and therefore i've actually decided to go through it so in the summary ryan has broken up his book in book into two sections the first section explains some of the key tactics that ryan used to deciphering people to write only what he wants them promoting his own brands uh, we will briefly summarize the nine tips ranging from writing killer headlines to sharing socially. The second section is the needed alternative component to the first section, where Ryan shares some of the consequences that can occur when actions from his first section are taken. So make sure you read both sections to get the whole picture. And this is actually the thing or the very, very point that I just then decided to go through it because he actually points out, okay, maybe there are consequences, you know, you can get through just you know, making the, what's uh, kind of named or kind of just what's kind of standing in the first section. So therefore, yeah. So the actual book summary and a media monster. Ryan describes modern media as a monster that is striking fear into the public domain, spreading lies and creating controversy all in the name of generating page views and income. Media manipulators like Ryan are able to feed the monster and control the content it produces. Ryan explains that the whole economy has shifted since modern day media has taken over the online world. Money simply... Money simply isn't made in the same way anymore. Now you can generate income based on how many people visit your page or individual impressions. Bloggers are under a huge amount of pressure to create as much content as possible, bringing more and more people to the pages and therefore generating income. Ryan explains that on the flip side, the pressure to create often results in lower quality content and there is no passion or uh, or through or 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 though or thought going into each post, sorry, <laughs> I just stuck, I just stuck. Um, the motivation is all about page views, controversial titles, leaking confidential documentations, uh, or just straight up lying or just a few of the tactics used. Advertisers hold the power to manipulate smaller blogs and influence what is published, getting the name out there in the way they want. And this is, I think, one of the summaries of 
modern day media that could you just really put into a negative or just look at it in a negative or positive side. Or way, actually. <laughs> so the negative is definitely what he points out. Um, modern media rules everything, which is, I think, nothing that's too too bad. Because if it was only the state and or the police, they could just do whatever they want. Or just all the companies could do whatever they want. But because they are media, somehow the media is just ruling a lot of the economics and a lot of the industries. And therefore the media has a lot of power. And this power really just kind of also leads to um yeah companies not doing so much shit than they would be doing with without the media at my point of view if i hope i just you know explain it in a proper way and i hope you get my point but um you can also look at all these points on a very very positive way or positive way of thinking um because the actual thing that the internet and social media and all the blog making and whatever just really um brought to us is the ability to make money through the things you are liking and it doesn't have to be like okay um you have low quality content because this is actually always i'm sorry uh, i had just uh, to close my window uh, because I thought like you know there are some noises coming from there and this is not something that I want in my podcast and or YouTube video or podcast episode and or YouTube video but um, this just really brought us the opportunity to, to really just generate money and generate income for everybody so everybody is just possible or everybody is just able to do this through just you know actually doing things we actually like and you know quality uh, is definitely a thing that is subjective and therefore just looking at quality and being like you know if you just do more and more and more your quality goes down not necessarily not necessarily because the thing is quality is something that's very subjective only because you think this is a low quality product doesn't actually mean that all the other people who are actually seeing your product or actually are your target audience say okay this is a bad product but, you know, I think if they do so, which is totally a thing that, you know, might come up, you definitely have to change something in your day-to-day -day life or in your schedule. You're just, you know, uh, producing your content and so therefore generating something else. Or maybe it's even not about just the way it looks or um, how good the summary is if you're making a book summary site or whatever. Maybe it's just, um, yeah, it's just a topic your target audience isn't quite interested in. Yeah, okay, you can totally be like, okay, this kind of also falls under the category of um, pretty much quality because you then haven't made, you know, the proper research to actually know, okay, this is something my target audience wants and so on and so on. But um, at the end, and this is also something that Gary Vee is always kind of just teaching and, and spitting out is that quality is something very subjective and therefore going on uh, quantity is, you know, a good way, especially, you know, at my point of view also in nowadays life and in nowadays media and social media, because there is so much content and I'm actually producing 10 fucking posts on three sites every single day. Why I do this? Because I believe in that um, the quality, you know, I still look on the quality that I'm not posting any fucking shit. The thing is, I understand or I understood that by putting out Can you hear me? Now you can hear me. I'm actually able to really um, just reach more people, help more people, serve more people with the things that I'm producing. And, you know, this is just the thing. You know, with more content, you're able to just reach more people, get more impressions, 
and so on and so on. And maybe even the chances are higher that you're actually producing something that's going viral. And, you know, this is quite everything a modern day marketer wants to have, I think. But yeah, you know, this is also definitely, you know, could also definitely be seen on a negative side and or on a positive side as well. Um, but I think he's just some kind of neutral about this. So he's not um, saying like, you know, media is some, some, you know, something like talking about media in a negative way. Yeah, but I do not actually think this is a, something negative that, um, yeah, the thing that we are having today with the media the part one, the tactics. And I do just have to check my check my uh, messages because I just, you know, got called there, which is yeah, definitely always just, just really difficult when I'm recording because I actually feel like, okay, I should maybe just, you know, call them back or I should just actually just accept the call or whatever. But on the other side, it would take just so much time to and pretty much then cut and or edit the video and this would just you know fuck other people in my life as well because I do not have that much time for them afterwards and so on and so on and so on. This is just something that's so complicated, it's just so, so complicated structure. But yeah, so part one, the tactics. In this section of the book, Ryan outlines the tactics he used uh, for deciphering bloggers and publishers to get them to write what he wants or promote his brands. Warning, these techniques are not necessarily encouraged, but Ryan illustrates what he has found to be most successful when it comes to manipulating the media. And I think this is something... Um, actually, I could actually go through just some bad examples of things that I actually wouldn't suggest because I then would just always say, okay, this is not something that's true. I would do it in this and that way and whatever. So therefore, you will just get the proper the proper information, at my point of view at least, um, anyways. So the thing is, I could also go through the 48 laws of power, but I think there is so much shit in it. And um, I actually just am very, very glad that the author of this book, and book summary just included the way he pretty much writes and that he also says okay this is something that you shouldn't necessarily do because it's something maybe because of ethics that's not pretty much i'm sorry i got called i hope you didn't hear this or you're not hearing this if yes i'm very very sorry so help pay bloggers pill bills. So when a blog is starting, there is no steady flow of page views. This becomes their goal. Any profit they are going to make is going to come from these impressions. All bloggers want to do is to increase their audience and be able to reach larger publishers. Help them out in the early stages and they will be appreciative of any freebies and advice. Ryan explains that by being there in the early stages, they will remember your generosity and this may just work in your favor when they've taken off and have an influential voice. This is definitely true, but the thing is, they should, at my point of view, never give with expectations. You know, this is just the point, at my point of view. You should always be giving because you're nice, because you're a nice person, because you just want to put people on. This is, should be actually the reason why you just do things for people. But I do not say that you should not calculate things for the future. If you're like, okay, um, I am just getting into this relationship in terms of you know business relationship because you hope that you can give them something and you get something out of it i think it's somewhat okay you know this is you know the line is very very thin and this is a you know pretty much a problem because then you know the if the line is pretty thin between kind of just being 
a fucked up person and just doing normal shit that's totally fine it's complicated but what do you say you know this is always um, just a good thing that i can always ask you what you are thinking about these certain things and this is just also the incredible thing about the podcast we have quite four or five you know just thoughts we have the thought of um, the author of the book then the author of the summary then me and then you as well just this is you know so much uh thoughts and so much to think about um that is just incredible but let's go to whatsapp i do just have to check if you know this certain person is just uh texting me something so that i might can reach out to this person and just tell them okay you know there's not much time now but i could just really call you back in quite 10 minutes um Yeah. So, um, yeah, so this is definitely something that I wouldn't do as such a thing. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be good, it's just, it just has to be shared. Or it just has to be shareable. Ryan's rule of thumb is that if something is not worthwhile of social sharing, there is little point in publishing. If people aren't going to feel passionate about your content enough to share it on the Facebook page or talk about it in public, public media, then there is a little point. Then there is there is a little point. Ryan emphasizes the importance of sharing content that can evoke strong emotions such as anger and passion, and more often that uh, than not being controversial is. And more often than not, being controversial is key. And this is actually a thing that I would, I wouldn't say you should do, but this is definitely the case. If you're controversial, you will definitely get the attention, you will definitely get the views and whatever. It always, um, it always is important to just, you know, look for the, the topic you're being controversial about and or just, you know, what, what niche you're in. If you're controversial in my niche, which is basically, yeah, okay, the self-development niche or just um, the, the business niche or whatever you want to call it, and then you'd be like, okay, which is also something that I emphasize actually, okay, books are actually not the only thing you can go through to just get knowledge. This is something that's controversial in this niche. And this is definitely something that really um, gets attention, that gets people's mind and that maybe even people are pissed about. But that's, I think, totally fine. I'm not saying that you should actually doing this um, just very consciously. Just being like, okay, I want to do something that pisses people on. Never do this, um, especially not if it's your target audience. Pissing some other people off will definitely appear. You know, this is definitely a situation that will come up. This is definitely something that just will happen. Because, um, yeah, there are so many human beings inside that are actually talking about shit and or just complaining about stupid shit. And, you know, this is something that I quite unfortunately yeah get to know every single day through social media when i'm actually going through other people's contents comments <laughs> and which is actually just a tragedy you know i think you know all these people are in such are probably in the in the first world country not all of them probably but a lot of them but and therefore they shouldn't complain about stupid shit that maybe people are getting something wrong or they're saying something not in a so just not in their way that they actually complain about and type in the comments, yeah, you know, this is fucking shit and chat and whatever they do. I don't know. You know, this is something that quite pisses me off. Um, yeah, 
But in terms of emotions, anger, and a passion, and these things, this is actually what modern day marketing is like. Um, we are not marketing a product because it works. We are not marketing a product because it's, I don't know, it's the, the newest one. Yeah, maybe. But the thing is, most of the time, we're actually just kind of marketing feelings. If it's anger, if it's passions, just, you know, very strong emotions like love and, you know, being appreciated by others or having high status. These are just, you know, really the things that we are quite marketing right now. And I think this is totally something that you can see in every perfume every perfume adver advertisement in terms of, you know, a video advertisement. Um, totally. Why? Because, um, yeah, you can definitely just see, you know, just a very strong man or very beautiful woman that are just, you know, spraying this kind of perfume on them and they're just feeling then so incredible and they're so beautiful and whatever. And the thing is, we just associate the, the beautifulness or the strongness of, you know, if it's even a word, <laughs> I don't know, um, the strongness or the, the, the strong or beautiful people with the perfume. So therefore, we just think, okay, if I just use this perfume, and it sounds very dumb if I explain it, but we just think, okay, if I just use this perfume, I will be such a person as well. And I will just have the feeling of being so beautiful as well, or the feeling of being so strong as well, or having the status and feeling like, okay, I'm the best, or just having fun, like, you know, in every single Coca-Cola Coca -Cola advertisement, everybody is having fun because of Coca-Cola, and everyone is, do you know the fucking meme <laughs> where everybody is just kind of laughing at their fucking salads? I, I kind of think that's that's pretty funny, you know, because it's actually true, you know, in all the advertisements, all the people are smiling at some shit. Um, I understand it in the Coca-Cola, um, just advertisements. It's not that bad, but, you know, in terms of the memes, it's quite uh, actually pretty funny. So if it's not going to get shared socially, it may as well not exist. And this is something, you know, first of all, the point and where he started out is something like, hmm, because the thing is, you will never know unless you're a very, 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 very fucking good marketer, in my point of view, or have a lot of experience. Therefore, and this is also some kind of contributing my and or, and or Gary V's strategy. We are just putting out as much content as possible because the chances is much the chance is much higher to have a you know a very controversial or just very just viral going uh, content if you're just producing more. It you know yeah it doesn't have anything to do with the quality quality of something is something subjective and just having a lot of content is at my point of view pretty much key tricking their reader is tricking their readers is key we've all heard term we've all heard the term clickbait before ryan explains that bloggers use clickbait to get page views and generate more income clickbait is essentially using an uh, emphasizing article headline that is usually extremely misleading to trick their readers into uh, following the link and reading their post. Ryan explains that in these cases, the readers often reach the page only to find out it's not quite what they expected and they will likely leave slightly disappointed. However, their visit to the page is enough to generate the income the bloggers need. Ryan recommends you treat bloggers the same way they treat their readers. Give them a sense of mystery and they will be more enticed to listen to what you have to say. Approach bloggers with these same questions and the same sense of mystery and watch and the same sense of mystery and watch as they do the same to their readers. And this is totally something you should never fucking do. And well, these are just these character traits I would never tell somebody to be like. Never ever. Because this doesn't make any sense to me. 
I'm I'm always like, you know, I just want to tell the truth. I just want to be me. I just want to be the nice person. I just want to be nice to the people because first of all, this is who, who I am and I do understand this is who you should be as well. You know, I'm not saying, okay, you know, not everybody's just, you know, nice because he's born like being nice and, you know, he's born with, you know, a lot of sense of empathy or, you know, all these great things. But um, having these traits, uh, at my point of view, is just really contributing to life because, um, yeah, dealing with people is just 80% of your success, as Dale Carnegie in his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, just said. And um, I quite believe in it because just how you deal with people, how you talk with people, how you talk to people, um, how you just... Uh, yeah, interact with people, if you're nice to them, if you show empathy, if you're just a really fucked up person with them or to them or whatever, this just really plays into your success. You know, if you're just a really, you know, unlikable person also in terms of, yeah, your boss or, you know, whatever or whomever you're talking with, this is totally something that could kill your fucking success at my point of view. Yeah, so clickbait, to some degree, I would say, okay, it's it's okay, um, definitely not when it's misleading. If there is totally something different in the YouTube video or in the post, then you know what's actually going on in it. So yeah, sell to see, sell, sell so they can then sell. Uh, even since the beginning of online media, the rules have changed. Bloggers used to be looking for loyal readership and they aim to always be authentic and true to their followers. However, these days, blogs don't rely heavily on a subscription model don't rely heavily on a subscription model and RSS is becoming less and less common. Every individual blog is essentially fighting for the same attention in the same place and is willing to do whatever they can to reach their readers. This is actually something that I've quite heard heard often. You know, this is actually something I didn't always realize. This was something that I quite thought about, like, okay, who the fuck is doing that? Because I, I don't understand it. You know, why would I just, you know, tell great stories because I get, you know, a lot of money through it? You know, what what will I do with the money? What would I do with the money if I do just have this thought into my mind that I'm actually shitting on people? That I actually just, you know, maybe through controversy, just making some some people's lives or some person's life very, very miserable. If there's some, some celebrities and you're leaking some shit, and this is totally something that you could fuck their life with, you know, and this is something you should be just, you know, conscious about. Whatever you're putting out there, this is just kind of a reflection of yourself, and you're just pretty much showing, okay, you're a shitty person. And who the fuck wants to be a shitty person? You know, okay, there's money and okay, there is a lot of wealth and, you know, a status because you have, I don't know, 10,000 visitors on your fucking blog. You know, why? You know, how, how could you live with that? This doesn't make any fucking sense. For me, at least. You know, I, I understand people that are doing this because money is something that's essential. But money without happiness and money with kind of the feeling of being a person that always fucked with other people. Yeah, it's just really breaking my heart and brain. <sighs> so give them the, the ammunition to do this. Sensationalism, extremism, sex, scandal and hatred. Wow. Killer headlines. First impressions are everything. We know this. And Ryan explains that headlines are... Headlines are blogs versions of a first impression. The goal with any headline is to encourage as many clicks as possible, help bloggers nail the headlines and you can guarantee traffic to your content. It's not worth publishing information that doesn't translate into an effective and clickbait, clickbaitable headline. 
so it is not worth publishing information that doesn't translate into effective and click clickable headline. And this is also something I you know will always totally say, okay, just put out as much content as possible. You know, do not be like, okay, you know, this is not something that will be shared or whatever you will know you will never ever know. These are some things, yeah, totally you can some kinda you can some kinda know, but I think on the you know the big picture, no, totally not. Um, page views are king. <laughs> I think <laughs> these all these fucking. I, I'm very very looking forward to the se- to the um, second section of this book, because I quite feel like you know he's just he's just um, yeah kind of laughing himself about these things. You know I'm not saying that these are wrong. These are totally right, and this is the problem about it. But um, you know in such a way you know can you can always do things in two ways in such an extreme way that it is you know really fucking with people and in such a way that it is really just helping people. There are always two ways, you know, you know, most of the time at least. So yeah. So again, Ryan emphasizes the pressure on bloggers to produce as much content as possible every single day. And this often means more than one post per day. And I under, understandably, this gets hard. When a blog posts, uh, posts your story, share it on your own personal and business social media sites to boost the traffic. By doing this, the bloggers will see the, the stats, realize your story was popular, and are more likely to write about you again. Ryan mentions that there are ways to essentially buy fake traffic and send it to the post. This is something that I've never thought about, but um, I think this couldn't actually be a negative way or a negative point. Because only you're just sharing the content that is actually kind of, you know, written about you. If it's something positive and if it's something you haven't paid for. You know, if some people are just, you know, maybe Forbes or Inc.com or whomever is writing about you. If these people are just writing about you, um, if these just writing about you, then then why wouldn't you just, you know, share it as well to get as much traffic on this that, you know, your, you know, fan fan base is actually seeing this. I think this is pretty pretty normal i think this this would actually make sense but i think this is actually it with this episode i'm still quite feeling if i should actually go through this again if i should actually just talk about this again um i do just always emphasize and this is something that's important for me that you know some of these things that are staying in here aren't pretty much true and i will always point these things out because that's important for me Therefore, I'm just thinking, okay, um, is it okay to really post this right now or should I actually discard this? Um, I have actually kind of uh, kind of recorded this, so this you know would have or would take a lot of time if I record it again. But um, yeah, I've always said, okay, this is not something that I think is true and or you know in some some way you can do this and so on and so on and so on. And therefore, I think it is okay to some point of view. So yeah, um, yeah. I think this is it. I will definitely, I think, post it and see. Okay, if this is something I can live with. If not, and I will just let this episode be the episode and start with something different tomorrow. Totally. Um, but I do not want to discard it only because I think you know this is something that. Um, yeah, but I, I still think okay. Um, listening to your gut is important and being like okay. Um, yeah, but I will also totally write it in the description and everywhere. So. Uh, yeah, maybe an even yeah. I definitely just make uh, an episode before the actual episode to say okay, um, it is important that you know that this is something that's kind of overdone and this is not something that I particularly all the time would suggest you to do. 
but um, it is something like you know a good negative example to not do it and um, yeah I will definitely say what I'm thinking about these things that are standing in this book but there is another part of this book uh, that I hope is just going to be some somehow different and somehow just um, really kind of explaining it in the right way and yeah so um, to really kind of have a bridge between this these parts that are actually in the first chapter and then the other chapters somehow connected that I can actually be okay with it but yeah, I uh, hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you get your wealth, health, happiness and success done. And don't forget to think about your legacy and giving back to people. Because giving back to people is fucking key. And I'll see you the next time.